Today on my show, I have the most well-respected agent in the adult business, Mark Spiegler, and one of his girls, Gina Valentina. And Mark's going to give you a different perspective behind the scenes of the adult industry and talk to you about what it's like to be an agent working in this industry, what it's like to deal with girls who are new and established in the industry. And Gina's going to give you some insight into what it's like to be what they call a Spiegler girl, which has become a very coveted title because Mark is one of the agents that every girl wants to be with. And we're going to find out why that is the case. So without further ado, here on Holly Randall Unfiltered is Mark Spiegler and Gina Valentina. Welcome back, everybody, to your favorite new podcast, Holly Randall Unfiltered. And today I have some very special guests. I have the beautiful Gina Valentina, and I have her agent, Mark Spiegler, who is a really interesting guy. He's the top, I would say definitely the top, if not the most coveted agent in the adult industry. And He's here to tell us why he is so fucking special. (laughs) If he's ever off his phone, which to be fair, he told me he would be on the whole time because he never stops working, which is why he's the best agent out there. So thank you, Mark, for taking the time to come onto my podcast. I know you're very busy and I'm sorry that I'm taking up any of your time. I'm so sorry. Can we talk about your shirt first? Because one of Mark things Mark is famous for is that he's always wearing these shirts with these kinds of interesting and obscene phrases on them. So which one does this say? Uh, no, you're right. Let's do it the dumbest way possible because it's easier for you. Oh the my girls God. buy the shirts. <laughs> they do. Yeah, huh? they buy all my shirts. Yeah. What's your favorite one? Uh, stay in school. You're way too ugly to be a good whore. No. <laughs> wow, that is so oh true. Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> the truth on the, the truth. t-shirt. Yeah. Mark's not afraid to tell the truth. He's that's not. one of the things that we love about him. Yeah. Uh, and this industry is one of the few <laughs> agents that's like 100% honest. And Saves a lot of time. It does, right? Yes. It really does. So Mark, tell us a little bit about yourself, about your upbringing. I feel like I don't really know anything about you. Okay. I was born not too far from here in uh, Silver Lake. Okay. Uh, at the Dream, you know, the Dream Center? No. It's right at Rampart in the 101. It used to be called Queen of Angels when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Then I grew up um, for the first few years like in West, well, like in Hollywood-ish. Then I moved to West Hollywood, and that's where I really grew up. Right. Uh, went to Hollywood High. Went to, oh, really? Yeah. Did you go to school with any celebrities? I went to school. First, I went to a place called Hollywood Professional School. Okay. Which was a school, a Dion, you know what it was? It was yeah. built by the studio system uh-huh. for movie stars. Like okay. Judy, it was built for Judy Garland, Mickey Rooney, all those. Oh, wow. And so a lot of people went there. There was like one of the Beach Boys and, and a bunch of, but um, you, you could go to school from 12, uh, from 8 a.m. to 12 noon. Uh-huh. And then it was right by the studios and then you could go to work. So oh, I, went, wow. I went to, Way before Peggy Fleming, the figure, but uh, Peggy Lipton from the Mod Squad, Melody Patterson, F Troop. There was like, if you look it up on uh, 
on uh, Wikipedia, it's like about 200 celebrities went there over the years. Yeah. Then I went to uh, regular schools, and then I went to, I mean, who, Charlene Telton from uh, Dynasty or whatever was at uh, high school at Hollywood High with me, and I don't know, not, you know. They're remaking Dynasty, aren't they? I saw some billboards out there. I never even watched the first one. I never, I never did either. But um, I think they are remaking it. Does Mark need to pull his mic in closer? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I got it. There you go. He got it. Okay. He got that big black thing in his face. His favorite. <laughs> He's like, so, oh yeah. That's so my tell me, sure. um, I mean, tell me about your parents, your childhood, that kind well, of thing. Well. Uh, my parents are, my father was born in Poland, but grew up in Austria. My mother grew up in Austria. Uh, then Hitler got elected. <laughs> my father left, joined the, uh, right now. yeah, my father joined, joined the RAF in oh, wow. North Africa well before the war. Right. Uh, my the mother, Royal Air Force yeah, is the RAF, for those yeah. of you who don't know. And my mother, uh, you know, most of the grandparents got killed in the war. My mother joined she escaped, got to England. Now, when you say got killed in the war, do you mean that they got killed in the concentration yeah. camps? I mean, my mother's my my mother's father said he died after the war from wounds in the war, but yeah. And then... So you had family that went to... Yeah, my father was there when Hitler was elected, and then he left, but my mother was arrested and, and all this stuff. Wow. And then she got to England, joined the RAF. I mean, joined the... uh was ATS, Auxiliary Territorial Service for Women. When she was 17, uh-huh. and served, she got hit by a bomb during the war, but was in the hospital for a year in traction. But Jeez. she uh, survived. Then she went to college there, moved to Canada, and then moved here. And my father was in the British, uh, in the RAF from 1933 to 1950, ended up in Palestine, which later became Israel, and then, then moved here. Wow. So your parents have had a, they've seen quite a bit. Yeah. That's amazing, and then and so you've lost family um, from the Holocaust. Yeah, the grandparents. Oh my god, that's got to be terrible. Mark's phone is going off already. Don't worry, he, he doesn't just do that with you. Well, no, this, this, oh, it's fine. No, he warned me. He was like, just so you I'm know, just, I am always working, so like I have hey, to be can on I my call phone. You back, or can you call me back? Literally, we'll go out for ice cream, that. and like he has the ice cream in his hand, oh, it's sure, melting, and okay, he's on the there's Mark taking calls. I don't want the girls to lose jobs. No, no, we yeah. don't. We don't. Definitely but I literally, don't. literally answer my phone 24 hours a day. So when do you sleep? Do you Never. like have I usually go to sleep from around, the thing, I go, I have a bad back, so I sleep a lot. But I go to sleep around 1 or 1.30 a.m. And uh, I'll wake up like around 3.30, 5.30, and then right probably about 7. And then you go back to sleep at 7? No, no, I, then I finally wake up and like, you know. I wake up at three thirty and go back to sleep, and then five, you know. But at around seven, I get up and then I start checking emails, and you know. So you sleep like seven hours a night. Like six, five and a half, yeah. And if people call me, though, I will literally, or they call or text, I will literally answer no matter what time. Wow. Yeah, you've always said that. You know, you said no matter what, which is great because sometimes well, something happens that happen at three a.m. and we need to know about these. Yeah, or somebody you know gets sick and. You got to find a replace. I mean, also, I want the girls to. I mean, I'm not going to call them at that time. But if I, I tell them if we call you, you got to answer the phone unless you're in the middle of a scene. Yeah. Some people are better at it than others. <laughs> I'm not mentioning any names. <laughs> I hope 
there's no one in this room. Because <laughs> there would literally be only one. And yeah. you'd be talking awkward. About. Well, somebody didn't answer their phone at 7 a.m. yesterday. Oh, Took them to like 7.04. Oh, uh, I yeah. can't believe he still kept you. <laughs> I'm lucky. Was I close, told man. her the day before. Uh, I'm literally uh, holding on one string right now. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just, he's about to cut me off. Uh, no, there was... Uh, what was her name? Jenny Hendricks. She was a speaker girl for 22 hours. She didn't answer her phone, and that was it. Wow. Was that the shortest amount that's, of time that's, that that's someone's why been remember, a speaker yeah, girl? Yeah. <laughs> 22 really? hours? That's not even a full day. And she lived across the street. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, yeah. So what did you do? Okay, so you went to high school, well, all that stuff, and then what happened after then, that? Well, when, when I was 13, well, I started working when I was 12. Okay. First at a stationary supply place, then... Uh, I worked at a gas station, parking cars. Uh, then I worked at a place called the Video Center for like five years. But what I did is when I was uh, 12, I started saving money. When I was 13, somebody um, bought me stock for my bar mitzvah. So uh, <laughs> Classic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but it was interesting to me. It was... Uh, uh, boys dream. I got stuck. <laughs> yeah. But it was Bell Telephone, and then they split into the baby. It was interesting to me. So I started investing in stocks. Uh-huh. And then by the time I was 22, I made a lot of money and Wait, I retired. you started investing in stocks at 13? I still don't know how to work the stock market. I tried. Like, I, none I of that shit makes any sense to me. So I tried I, the index stock. The thing, like, when I used small. to do that, there was no internet. There yeah. was no, you know, you had to literally call a broker and talk to him to buy and sell. But I used to, every day, because there was no really, you know, I used to get the... Tokyo Sun-Times, I used to get Pravda, I used to get the L.A. Times, the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and I have to read them all. Right. All the time. So, and you know, you'd have to get up earlier, This, you know, to, to beat the markets. So I did that for years, and then um, after, when I was 20, I made enough money where I never had to work again. Wow. So then I stopped working, and I didn't work for years. What's enough money, can you say? Or are you just... A lot. A lot. Okay. A lot. Like, I never, we'll never have to work. And then... Um, uh, there was a director in the business who grew up with my cousin that I knew and in the 80s he like invited me to sets and I went and I you know helped him as a PA and this and that a few times and, I love it um, that like you're you're so rich that you never have to work again but you're working as a PA on a porn set which like normally you know like one would people would only be doing if they like really desperately well in the beginning you want to see you know you know yeah. seen a porn you want to see you know yeah then like in the 90s he came to me to borrow money to shoot some movies and back then you could actually shoot features and sell them to like large companies right and make money so yeah. that's what I did I the First one was for VCA, mm-hmm. um, the other woman, and that was like ninety five, and yeah, made like five grand, three or five grand a day, and you know you'd shoot the thing in one to two days, mm-hmm. and then make three or five grand. So I did that again and again, and I started producing movies for other people, putting up the money, David Christopher, Pussy Man, and a bunch of other people, and I did that for about four years, almost a hundred features. Mm-hmm. Then a guy that I used to sell my rights to in Europe distribution brought a girl, I don't know if you remember, named Lisa Crawford. Mm-hmm. And she was like a supermodel. She ended up being a runway model. She was French. Mm-hmm. And um, and he asked me if I could help her get work. And I knew everybody. Mm-hmm. 
The only agent at that time really was Jim South. I know. And then there was Reb that was kind of small. Back in the day, yeah. Jim South was the only game in town. And He was it. You paid him whether yeah. you met the girls to him or not. Yeah, I know, right? And now it's like he's... The girls that he sends out are like... Uh, yeah. Like he like found Jenna Jameson. Oh, one and like moment. Tara testing Patrick facility. And like all kinds of stuff. Hello? Here we go. Mark's yeah. taking another call. Yes, ma'am. So Mark's getting a call right now from the testing facility. So every performer has okay. to get tested once every two weeks to work in the industry. And this is a way for okay, us to I make sure that people right, don't get STDs and transmit them to other people. So it's kind of our own fail-safe way that we regulate. Yeah. Where we self-regulate. And that's why we're so against condom laws and, you know, why we don't like the government getting into our business and well, that kind of stuff. Keep, especially with Spiegler, I would say I would get tested even before the requirement time. Yes. Yeah, Just to be girls, safe. Yeah, we always have an overlapping test because you don't want to get stuck. Yes. Which like, I love. That one is overlapping, but I'm still waiting for results on something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, you don't want to – I don't want to put a company in a position – where they're in the morning of the shoot going, oh, well, we have to wait for the test results to come in. Yeah, that actually makes me crazy. And technically, like MindGeek, um, you now know, they want the two days before. Company that has browsers and digital playground and twisties. Um, they want, well, they haven't told me that, but they definitely want the girl to have a valid test the day before or to cancel because the last thing you want is someone to show up on set. And then, like you said, so I actually had that happen once. I had a girl show up. Thank God I was shooting a threesome, so she ended up going home and I could still do the scene with two girls. But she, we were waiting for her test to come in that morning. She came to set. She was in makeup. They came in and they were positive, meaning like she had, it was a dirty test. She popped a test. Yeah. Um, And she was like, I don't understand. This is impossible. I haven't been working, blah, blah, blah. Oh um, but my god! It, she's like it's uh-huh. probably a false positive, and it ended up being a false positive because she when when she went back and tested, we found out that she didn't have anything. It was a mistake in the results. But of course, we can't shoot the scene yeah. if the test is dirty. Doesn't matter if you know it's not actually possible for it to be dirty. And not that I wouldn't take this girl at her word, but just like you know, you're just bound ethically to just not shoot anyone you, without you a clean it. test. Can't risk it. Yeah, yeah, it's not worth it. So. Uh, if you want to go back to the, we do. Uh, we were just. Uh, no, I was just no. filling Third in the time, time to explain no, so why you were taking that. Then phone I, call. I took this girl around, introduced her to everybody, mm-hmm. and actually, we're people that inadvertently inv- invented the go see, because oh. back then everybody used to go to Jim South's office once a month. He'd have a cattle call. And yeah, I remember we would yeah. go there right. and we would go through the books right. had, and Polaroids had, yeah. and look for new girls. So I we would, doing we that. took her around and she made a bunch of money and then she sent her friends and I helped them and then they sent their friends and I was doing it like for free at the beginning and I had a house and they were staying there but slowly Mark Spiegler began no it got to be a lot of work (laughs) yeah so I made a business out of it but you know and everybody thinks you're living with a bunch of girls but actually they're pigs (laughs) <laughs> like I mean I've oh, had fires and I, I got them on tape fires <laughs> they've smashed my cars and you know I thought wait wait, they, wait what's that one story I love that you were saying that you smell like something was burning oh and- no uh, you remember Sandra Romaine yes okay this is a great one um, first exactly. early earlier in the day <laughs> she asked me she had been in America for three months but had never driven here mm-hmm. she asked to borrow my car and I had a uh, 
At that time, I had a bulletproof 740IL. Wait, why do you have a bulletproof it, car? I had a 740IL, and I lent it to one of my kids, and it got smashed. And I got the the money from it, and I gave it to my mechanic. And he Wait, when you say kids, do you mean one of your... They're adopted. No, actually, yeah. You know, but, but they smashed it. And Wait, you have adopted children? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Huh. They're all grown up. They're okay. grown up. Sorry. All right. But um, <laughs> so I gave the money to my mechanic who went to an auction and the car he got just happened to be bulletproof. It was already like that. It was a year newer than my old car right. and it had every option on it and it was $2,000 cheaper. So okay. I got it. All right. So Sorry, uh, go Sandra Romaine came to me. She wanted to go shopping with Jane also. Okay. Uh, who I also remember. Yeah. So, um, so Jane, so they, they go shopping. Jana comes back with a shopping cart full of stuff. Sandra's not there. I'm like, where's Sandra? Oh, we had a little accident. I'm like, bullshit. You would have called me if you had an accident. Well, we broke the windshield. I'm like, well, well, well. I, I go outside. Sandra's hiding in the in the hallway. <laughs> I go back. I go down to the car, and she's like, wow. she's like, girls, like, I don't want to tell him. Yeah. I don't want to get in trouble. She's like, the windshield's not broken. It's a star. It's a st- and I go look at it <laughs> and it was cracked. Now? Yeah, it's- it was cracked. <laughs> Wait, she said it was a, it was a star. star. It's no, it's a decoration. But she's I like, got your car decorated. She's like, I pay for it. I pay for it. But what happened was, I paid for it to get a star. When, when she was driving the car, when I <laughs> let her take the car, I go, you don't have cars this big in Romania. She goes, my boss has the same car. But what happened was, she never drove a car with an automatic. So when she was pulling out, she. Went to hit a clutch and she hit the brake. Jaina was in the backseat on her phone, flew through the car, hit the rearview mirror with her head, broke it off, and cracked the windshield. Oh my God. So, uh, so Santa's like, okay, okay. And um, she had brought food home. They brought food. So then she starts cooking. And I had, and my, that was my apartment. And I had. I feel like, this, oh, I don't want to say, this reminds me of somebody in this current time. But I'm not going to say no names, but it reminds me of somebody that we and know. They all smash cars. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so then, uh, so I, I had an apartment, a three bedroom apartment from the state because I got rid of the house because they ruined it. So uh, <laughs> my bedroom was all the way at the end of the hall. And I'm in the bedroom and I'm smelling smoke. And then the room is filling up with smoke. And I come outside. And I'm like, hey, are you burning? And the house is full of smoke. I go, you're burning? No, no, no. And I look in the in the kitchen, and there's just chicken frying, nothing burning. And, and I'm like looking around, and I open the garbage can. There's nothing, and I went to open the sliding glass door to let the smoke in. She said, no, 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 no. And there's a pan of chicken on fire on the balcony. She took it and just put it out on the balcony like nobody's going to notice it. No, just leave it outside. But I've got, like, video oh of Annette Schwartz. I don't even remember her. Oh, she started, I remember her. She put something in the microwave and just turned it on, went in a room on the phone and didn't put the timer on. Uh, I, you know what I remember about Annette Schwartz? I shot her and some other German girl for Suzanette. And we weren't really shooting, like, super hardcore stuff. Our stuff was more, like, sensual or pretty or whatever. But those two, God, who was it? It was Annette Schwartz and some other German girl. I can't remember. Anyways... And I just remember, like, Annette, like, stuck, took her toe, shoved it up the other girl's ass, and then shoved it in her vagina and just kept saying to her, you fuck my shitty toe. You fuck my shit. Yes, fuck that shitty toe. You like that shitty toe. And I just was like, what the fuck? 
fuck the And like sense. for years afterwards, me and my assistants would just be like, you fuck my shitty toe. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of men were afraid to work with her. Yeah, she and was she insane. injured people. Yeah. She was nuts. And I still talk to her. That she... was a romance scene? Well, no. I mean, it, <laughs> it turned so... into something else. She made, and that made that scene her own. <laughs> Let's just put but it she, that way. She's running a uh, an ice cream store in uh, Milan, Italy. Now. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh you wouldn't God. believe it. That's wow. hilarious. I wonder if she puts her toes in the chocolate ice cream. Oh, oh. you eat my shitty. <laughs> Maybe she's a special, like shitty toe ice cream. <laughs> but she was like, everything was a fetish to her. Yeah. I drive down the street, she see nuns. Oh, I want to fuck them. The, the, like today, she see like Orthodox Jews walking down the street. Oh, I want to fuck them. <laughs> no. <laughs> As a matter of fact, she's the only girl. That I ever saw Manuel Farr fanboy over. Because when she first came to America and he was working at Red Light District and I took her in his office, he's like, oh, oh, and this, oh, I have all of your movies. I have all of your movies. Yeah. Oh, wow. That was the only time I ever saw that. Yeah. That's impressive. <clears throat> okay, so you started the business. Yeah, I took, took the girl around and then, yeah, I started the business for the first couple of years I was doing it for free and then I decided to make a real business out of it. And back then, um, there was a guy, Mike Sullivan, yep. who uh, I kind of helped him get into business, named him Jerk Douglas. Yep. He worked his time. And um, he was working at uh, Gladstone's for fish oh, in, really? in Malibu. And, uh, and I said, do you want to work on this with me? He's like, okay. And it, he thought it'd be like part-time, but the first week he had to quit his job. So he da- it was originally called Top Models with two Ps. Because one was taken. And uh, <laughs> and then we split up, and then I started Spiegler Girls. Wow. So what is... Okay, so it's interesting how you kind of carved this niche out for yourself in the sense that, like, it's become this exclusive kind of clicky thing. Like, being a Spiegler Girl is a thing now. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And everybody knows what a Spiegler Girl is. Everybody and it's wants this, to be a Spiegler everyone Girl. Everyone wants to be a Spiegler Girl, and it's like this exclusive club... And I mean, I guess, did you ever imagine that it would end up like that? I never even thought about it until Asa wrote in her book that it's like a cult. It's like There's a like cult. a leader. Yeah. Nobody really knows what goes on inside. You're on the outside. Yeah. And they all want, you know, but I never, it just, just grew up organically. So I never really yeah. thought about it. Oh, he feels good about himself right now. <laughs> I, I, but I, I mean... And to be honest, like you're everyone's favorite agent, you know. I mean, you're you don't bullshit people. You're reasonable. You're honest. You don't try to fuck the girls over. You don't try to fuck the girls. Um, and you're reliable. And you don't pull any weird, shady shit. So I know that you know. For me, like we as producers appreciate you so much. And and your girls kind of have this reputation as being like, the best performers, you know? I mean, we'll say things like, oh, she's a Spiegler girl, like, she'll be good. You know, even if I've never met the girl, I've never seen any of her scenes, like, I know if she's a Spiegler girl, she's going to show up and she's going to give it 110%. That's just par for the course. Just standards. It is. That's the standards. So, I mean, I want girls, people ask how we pay, you know, first you want them to be relatively bright. Right. But also you, and good looking, but... I tell, I want perverts. I want girls that are doing it because they like to say, you know, everybody's like, I like sex. Uh, yeah. But I ask them what they like and try to get a feel for them, you know, an actual feel for them because I want them to be doing it. Not, you know, they can make a ton of money, but I want them to be doing it not just to make money, 
but because they really like it. Because they love the, it. Right. Because, no, I mean, the, the, <laughs> the mean career for a porn star or a porn girl is like six months. Yeah. And um, the mathematical mean. But our girls tend to last a lot longer. Some of them as long as 10 years because they like what they're doing. Yeah. And I think that when you like what you're doing, it shows in your performances and it's going to increase your star power. More people are going to enjoy watching your scenes because they can see that you enjoy it. And so you're going to become more popular. You're going to get booked more often and you're going to have more longevity because it really tra- it's, it's, it's funny because being a porn star, I mean, obviously it takes some performance skills, but there there's an honesty to the work in the way that if you're not into it, your audience can tell. You know what I mean? And when you say that the girl, girls that were great were like Annette Schwartz, mm-hmm. Asa. That's yes. what's doing pretty good. Yeah. Hey, but, uh, yeah you know, all right. No, but you <laughs> can tell they really like what they're doing. Yeah. Um, how is Asa Akira doing, by the way? She's doing great, though. She's like mainly in New York. She's on that Barstool Sports show. Yeah, she's got and, a podcast now, right? right? And, and that's doing really well, so... She's there most of the time. Yeah, she's is she is she performing anymore? She still uh, has done up to recently some wicked stuff, but right, I don't she's still under contract with, with yeah. Wicked, right? Yeah, yeah, for the rest of her life. Oh, for the rest of her life. <laughs> I find that when people end up becoming contracted to Wicked, they don't ever leave. It really like feels like that that company itself well, just notice, absorbs people. It's but a cult. if you notice, they <laughs> never take really young girls. They take yes. girls that have matured already. Yes, and you know, because also part of that job is showing up for interviews and showing up for this and and you know, and also being like signs. advocates as well too. Yeah. I've noticed that a lot of them, you know, have. Like, for example, Jessica Drake is, you know, an educator as well as being a porn star and an advocate and and all of that. So there's like a social um, kind of conscience that that company has that I think is important. That they yeah, that's, convey. that's Steve Ornstein. Yeah. 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 So, um, OK, so these are the things that you require of. So these are the so you've outlined the things that you look for in a speaker girl. So then in terms of like. What do they have to do to be able to stay? Like, what other things you were saying that they need to answer their phone at all times? Like, what other rules do you do you set down for them? I tell, is, is in a nutshell, I go with speakers. You got basically three jobs. There's a second and fucking, and then there's the two tough ones. Don't make me look bad, and don't give me stuff to worry about. <laughs> That's true. They got to answer your phone. You got you know when you're on the set, you represent us, so you can't be doing you know stupid stuff. Um, you know, we'll drug test them if we think they're doing anything. Yeah, I don't care about weed or anything. Yeah, well, you can't now, and, especially because it's I mean, legal. I had to let, <laughs> like, my, my favorite girl of all time was Jane Oso. Yeah. But we let her go because of the drugs. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, eventually they're not going to show up. Or Like, I've only had two girls ever not show up for a job. One of them was Ari Alexander. Ah. Mm. So, yeah, what happened to her? Because I was shooting her a lot when I was shooting for Digital Playground and she was under contract. Well, I mean, I think a couple of things. She, I mean, the contract girls do get spoiled. Yes. They're like, I'll only work with it or you can only, you know, I want this and I want that. That's one. And then I think she started partying mm-hmm. and, um, and having problems with the husband and da, da, da. And I think in the end, she didn't really want to do this anymore. And she, did, you know, at the time, I think she was thinking she got taken advantage of. Advantage of though she made a ton of money for doing very minimal amount of work. Yeah, but um, and then I think she was thinking about going back home to 
to Texas or whatever. And then the last thing, uh, Digital Playground wanted to book her for something. I don't know if it's Digital or Mindy, but it was Tony Rebus was going to shoot it. Mm-hmm. I told him I didn't think it was a good idea. They said they'd take a chance. And um, so she was staying with one a girl, another girl in the business. But then she told me the night before, oh, I'm going to go to a hotel room because that girl's partying and I don't want to be around it. But then, um, okay, the next day she's supposed to be on set at 10. She's not there. I'm calling her. I'm calling her. She's not answering the phone. She's giving but, you something to worry about. Yeah, that was it. That was, and, she's making but, me look but, bad. But I can find almost anybody. And... Uh, I he found her. How, yeah. You can actually. You found my I found, I found no, yeah. I found your home phone number too. Yeah. It's kind of scary. I remember But that. I found that girl at a hotel <clears throat> down by LAX. And I called the hotel and, and she answered that phone. Oh my and God. And she goes, Oh, it was like 10 20. Oh, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. I'm sick. I said, Yeah, you're never going to be able to make it at anything else ever again. And I hung up. And that was it. Wow. With the smackdown. Well, I'm assuming she went to, and then another girl we had wasn't with us very long, and she was supposed to work for James Avalon. She called me up, and or no, no, she didn't answer. She didn't show up. Then the next day or later that day, she goes, "Oh, I got in a car accident. And I got a concussion, and this and that." And I'm like, "I go, you're already off the site, but but if you got, you know, bills from the hospital, you know, maybe." And if, well, I didn't really go to the hospital, and what? and that was the end of her. I don't even remember her name. Wow, that's but, how uh, not important. No. She is What's the worst way? excuse you've heard from a girl? That sounds like one of the worst excuses well, I've ever I've in heard. My life. Ones, well, ones where they like, I'm sick, but the, f- you the know, old food poisoning no, trick. No, 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 no. <laughs> Everyone comes up with. One, no, no, one, it's so funny when they go on Google and they they look up like what what whatever excuse they're. Oh, I'm like throwing up. They find a picture of like someone up go on and, yeah and send it to you. Oh, I'm so sick. Oh, Wait, just, really? I swear to God, I've I've literally I'm not gonna say no names, but I've had friends. I'm young, so oh, I have friends that I've go out seen- and party, and then they literally say. I'm going to that set, and the next day, um, they tell me that this girl bailed because she got in a car accident, and they show Wait. me a picture. Wait, I have a it, flat tire? No. But then you do you go on the mega the metadata on the picture that was taken two years ago. Yep, yep. You'll see that. You'll see it's like an old photo. It's ridiculous. No- they they don't think about that. No. But no. also, a lot of these girls they're like out. You know, part I've had them call me up and mom, I'm sick. I can't. Go. I'm going. You know, you're out at a club at four in the morning. It's you know, you're going to work. Hey, yeah. I think that I, I can say that if you can go out, as long as you could get to work and be, like, functional and, like, appropriate, then I feel like that's okay. But if you're just going to, like, but, again, you're dealing with, but, like, and young each kids, girl, You know, like we know that we, we only have a limited number of girls, and I know each one different. So some of them... What if is they, your... Yeah, isn't your Mac, like, 25 or something like that? It was 20. It's 30 because some of them are in a contract, so they're not really working, but they're on the site. Yeah, you still do you still represent Jesse Andrews? She just came off the site. She I was just gonna say because she like hasn't shot scenes in. No, forever. she's got a really famous jewelry. I know. Clo- you know I've been color. I've been following her. But she I mean, I still get her beautiful yeah. stuff. Yeah, and like all the Kardashians and Jenners yeah. are yeah. wearing it. All the supermodels, but uh, yeah, she's like officially retired this week. So we just took her off this week. Okay, but uh, we have a new girl actually. You probably. I want to see it. Ooh. Was she the girl that you brought by while I was no, in the middle ne- of the Giselle's never... Palmer spanking scene? I was driving by. I didn't know if Giselle was 
needed a ride home yet. <laughs> no. Um, but this one, um, she's coming from from uh, Utah. Mm-hmm. She's an ex-Mormon. Uh, um, she installs solar panels. <laughs> and she, she's never done anything, even nudity. Oh, wow. Um, but she wants to come out and try it. But the first, she's only coming for one week. Um, I don't know if you can Oh, she's beautiful. Yeah. She kind of yeah. looks like um, Elle Alexandra. But she... Um, oh, God. Lansky booked her three days already that did. week. And Penthouse booked her. And um, But she's never done anything. Wow. I'll show you a video after. I yeah, love yeah, that. Yeah. Honestly, I love when there's, like, new girls and they're so, super... I'm just saying, I just like no it. No way. If a new girl, a girl who's never done porn ever calls me mm-hmm. or contacts me, you know, what I do is uh, I tell them in the beginning, it's not all glamour. Yeah. Uh, you'll get an STD at some point. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, it's so exciting. Like, you'll get STDs. <laughs> no, because everybody, oh, most people are telling God. you they make 20 grand a month and you're yeah. going to this, you're going to But you should know the bad parts. Yeah. And you're going to work with guys you don't like and girls you don't like and people you think are smelly or you just yeah. hate them. And da, How many da, da, da. girls have you talked out of porn? <laughs> I've talked several. Yeah. I have I, two, actually. I've had one that wow. she really Saving wanted lives. money. Yeah. <laughs> I want it's really, a dark really hole. <laughs> It gets deeper. <laughs> no, it's, it's not for everybody. No, it's not. Absolutely. Like, and the thing is, is like if you do one porn scene, you may as well do it. That's, no, that's yeah. another thing I tell no, them also. I said that when I first started, I was like, I was shooting and I didn't realize I was just getting paid. I was getting paychecks. So I shot in Miami. And then when I came to LA, my first video came out. And when my first video came out, that's I just like I looked at myself and I was like, oh, hell no. I'm going to get it done right, and I'm going to do it right, because it's all out there now. Yeah. So I felt like after that one video was out, like, you got to do it right. you got to find the right way to do it, because mm-hmm. you already put yourself out there, Yeah. you know? Yeah, you I tell them you, you can never it. take it back. No. And also your grandmother in Podunk, mm-hmm. Ohio, you know, who doesn't even have a computer, will find out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I and I also, like, if they have kids, or I ask them what year you think your parents are going to think, oh, my parents are okay with them. Yeah. It's not, you know, so you should think about that. And I tell them to think about it before, you know, they really decide to do it. Yeah. So, Gina, why would you, from a model's perspective, being one of Mark's girls, why would you say you want to be a Spiegler girl? What do you like about being a Spiegler girl? Oh, man, there's All so much. Stuff. I mean, look at the guy. He's yeah. so sexy looking. <laughs> Um, I mean, starting from where I came from, I started in Miami, and uh, I was 18 years old. I didn't know what I was getting myself into, so that's from somebody that had no idea. I didn't even know who Mark Spiegler was, but people always spoke about him, mm-hmm. even in Florida. Mm-hmm. They talked about Riley Reed and Abella and all these girls, and like that was kind of like the guy you wanted to be with. Yeah. And at the time, I was like, you know... This girl with this tattoos that people were like, yeah, like, you know, mm-hmm. kind of looked over me, which is fine. Just it kind of just made me determined to, like, you know, prove to myself that I can do what everybody else can do. Even if that means just sucking dick for a living. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to suck dick like, like no one's fucking business. Yes. If you, you're going to yes, do that. Girl. You're going to do it the best way that you can. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I mean, um, 
I've been with probably two other agents and another one that wouldn't even consider an agent, but mm-hmm. classical Miami style. Yeah. Um, and why I would want to be with Mark Spielers because I wanted to do it the right way and I, um, I wanted to take it seriously because I take this seriously and it's my business and it's like maybe some girls come in here when they're 18 and they kind of see it as fast money or something. Maybe they just want to try or nothing like that serious. Mm-hmm. But when I started getting into it, I took it more seriously and I was like, I need to take the next step and the next step is this guy. The next big step, you know, I'm taking this, my career to another place, yeah. you know, um, and, and growing and I'm making a brand and um, making something of myself with the name that I do have. Yeah. Um, and not saying that other agents are not good, but they could only take me so far and they right. could only do so much for me or they only cared so much right. for me. Yeah. You know, even though it's not like he's a sweet talker, you know, he's not going to say it the sweetest way, but he's going to say it and he's going to say how it needs to be said. And like, even if that means like telling me over again and like, you know, have knocked me over the head with his words, it's okay. Because like, I'm Latin. Yeah. All right. I deal with my crazy Latin family, so I'm, I guess I'm kind of used to it. Yeah. You know, like it shows that they care. Right. Yeah. It, it shows that they actually. Yeah. It comes. Love. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, Mark really like it's obvious that you really care about your girls. Do you think other other uh, agents would drug test their girls? No. 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 They don't they, care. Yeah, and also too, they may, they may not want to know the truth. They don't because they don't want to lose the bookings. As opposed, they think about the short game, not the long game. Yeah. You know. Of course. And, you know, I love the way that Mark, um, every time we go to, like, an award show or something, Mark is always bringing, like, candy and snacks love, for the no, girls. No, you have no I, I take advantage of it. Food. And he's like, I don't want them to. I remember the last time I saw you at Expos and you had, like, this whole bag. of. I'm like, what is that? You're like, snacks and candy for the girls because, you know, I don't I want them it. to get hungry. Because they start complaining before we get in there. Is All there the girls in their dresses. I'm starving. Yeah. I'm hungry. True. But it's Can like, it's like a mama this? bear. Yeah. Like, it's so cute. I love it. You know, and that's another thing. Thing. Like I was secretly jealous of all the food he was giving the girls. I was like, I want that cake. I want that pizza. Why doesn't my agent have that food for me? Yeah. <laughs> so it's all because of food. I know. I, I, you know what? I got to be truthful with you. The only reason I book your girls, Mark, is that <laughs> I know that you're going to stop by set with a box of pastries. Because yeah. <laughs> he always does. I and love they're it. like, oh my God, he brought Susie cakes by the other day when I was shooting. Uh, it was so good. What, was it? No, when I was shooting Lily LeBeau. Yeah. Oh, and she accidentally left her gluten-free cupcake <laughs> behind, and I eat the shit out of it. She left it. was so good. Don't worry, she had more home. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. It was so good. So good. Yeah, that's so funny, because when I go to set, literally, that's what people are like, so Spiegler's coming to set today? I got three Spiegler girls. He should be coming. I'm like, I don't think so. I'm sorry. If I have time. <laughs> if, he, if he can make the time and effort to go out his way and get those cupcakes and get to set... But if I text him, I'll be, I'm hungry. He was like, all right, I guess. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and he acts like he's all grumpy about it. Yeah, but you know, like he wants to tell us That was yeah. Jesse Andrews' ringtone on my phone, I want candy. <laughs> she would just always call up and yeah. Ah, so cute. I love it. I mean, um, when I got in, again, like, it, it was nothing. Being with Spiegler is like seeing a whole different side of the, this industry. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent, and from where I was, it was not. I was not shown anything what he shows me, and like right. the way to see this business. 
though. And I literally say that to the new girls that um that are with Spiegler now is like it was completely different. And you know the girls that he do he, you do find that like brand new girls. I'm like these girls are so lucky so and they lucky. don't even know. Because so many girls start off with shady agents and they're so made to believe that they can't set boundaries and they no, can't say no and they no. don't own they their own bodies. They take advantage of it. I, I yeah. remember girls that would do their first anal, like, which is okay, but like, that would just be like, they would get to set and I would be told they were doing their first yeah. anal. I that's, remember, that's I think, thing. I'm pretty sure it was Electra Blue told me that like her first scene she showed up was like a gangbang and she didn't know. Exactly. And, and she like got shady. there. I think it was like a gangbang or a blowbang and she thought it was like one guy or two guys. That- and it was like nine dudes. And she was just like made to believe because everybody was there that she had to do it. So she just did it. You know, without wanting to but that really sucks. do it. I, oh my I, God, that's embarrassing. 100%. That's that's embarrassing for me to say that. I I work in the industry and there's people like that. Yeah, because because I love this. I love the people I work with. Like when I work with you, I love working with you. You're an amazing person. When I'm with Speaklight, like I'm, I have the greatest agent ever. Like I work with amazing talent and directors, and like I I feel so blessed because I've been to so many places. I met so many people, and and then when I hear this, it's just like super upsetting because i'm like wow there's still like people that's why people look at our industry and probably don't see it as seriously because they hear all this shady stories which is so not cool because hey porn stars are people too you know (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna make that into a shirt and give it to mark i know (laughs) (laughs) oh that's so cute and then just put under it like unless they're whores or something (laughs) like that or unless they're not a spiegler (laughs) (laughs) question mark at the end (laughs) or are they there's gonna be some disparaging yeah (laughs) for sure but i mean like I said, uh, it's been it's been great, and now I've been with him since after AVN March. Mm-hmm. Um, after I came from New Zealand, mm-hmm. um, so it's just been really great being with him. And Were you afraid when you so you approached him about him representing you? I actually went to him twice. I was going to say, like, were you afraid that he was going to turn you down? Because have you heard how selective he was? I think he's intimidating. Intimidating when you first meet him. He's like, how am I intimidating? Yeah, yeah, I I think it's just because you're, like, a straight shooter and you don't take any bullshit. And people are used to people, like, you know, pouring honey on their words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just fluffing everything up and not being honest and... You know, that's the way that we're used to mm-hmm. things in this industry. I think well, in all in When they industry, want something honestly. from you. Yeah. So he doesn't really want anything from you. You want something from him. Yeah. So, I, I mean. I feel like that's another thing, too, is, like, because you don't actually do it for the money, mm-hmm. um, you you do it because I feel that you, I assume you enjoy it at some level, and it, you, you feel protective over the girls, and you care about like the girls. Lorelai, that's what makes it so Lorelai Lee once wrote, you know, she became a well-known writer. Yeah. But she wants to it's like a big dysfunctional family. Yeah. And that's kind of like what it is. Because I give most of the money away. Mm-hmm. So from the, the like company. Like charities? No, I don't know if you know George. Yes. He gets it's to charity. keep the Spiegler girl money. That's, oh, that's really? Charity. Oh, yeah. Charity. Oh, wow. No he, wonder he chases me up about invoices so much. That's his money. He gets all the money, puts it in the bank. On Friday, he comes to me, I write him a, he writes himself a check, and I sign it. So... Do you make anything? I get a percentage from the girls, but I don't always collect all of that either. Oh, wow. 
They 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 well, call I have me at this the end fantastic of, uh, new charity that yeah. uh, we just started. Up. It's called Holly Randall Unfiltered. If you wanted, to <laughs> you hit me up at the end of the year. <laughs> well, you need a tax write-off. I, I, all the money goes to George. It would come out of him. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, um, what were you talking about? I almost forgot. Uh, you said people needing stuff from you or you needing... Oh, oh okay, when I you first... Being, and also being afraid of... When you first approached yeah, Mark about, um, Mark about um, representing you. So, yeah, it was it was kind of intimidating because, I mean, look at him. Everybody talks so highly of him and, you know, all the girls he's had, Jesse Andrews, also Kira, Riley Reed, and all these amazing females. And when I went up to him, uh, I was on the waiting list, you know. Is just, there a waiting list? How long is it? Well, years long. <laughs> let's see. Currently, oh, you have it on your phone. Yeah, under list. There's one. Well, that one just came off. That one just came off. The one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight nine, girls. Nine. Yeah. Nine girls. That huh? he takes into consideration. Takes into consideration. Yeah, I mean, there's a ton that's not gonna make it, but there's. Those are girls that you're like thinking about. Yeah, the ones at the top. Oh wow. So, I mean, um, when I met him, I wasn't even ready for anal at that time. Mm-hmm. So this was another big question he asked me. He's like, are you open to doing this stuff? I'm like, yes, but I don't think right now, you know, I just started. I'm new. So um, I guess I wasn't ready for the next step mm-hmm. in that career because, you know, putting myself out there means putting everything, every part of me out there, and I would think so. Right. Um, so the second time... I talked to Spiegler. It was when I kind of built a name for myself because I was a new girl. He wasn't really known. Mm-hmm. Um, the second time I went up to him, I was kind of known. A lot of directors spoke highly of me. They told him about me. I remember that I was on set, and Karen Lee was like, I'm going to tell Spiegler about you. You should call him the, tonight. And I was like, oh, you don't have to. It's fine. He's like, I'm And for serious. Karen to make a recommendation is a big deal because yeah, he's also yeah. very particular oh, yeah. about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, but I'm like, I'm just a very friendly person, very nice. So I just, I'm just like, oh, yeah, people say a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm like, oh, thank you. It's fine. He's like, no, I'm serious. You should call him today because I'm going to tell him about you. I was like, and I, I thought about it on my way home and I was like, you know what? I'm, what it doesn't, it's not going to hurt. Like right. I called him before. And that's when I started talking to him again. Mm-hmm. But this was before AVN. And I wanted to be with him before AVN. He's like, you know, yeah. it's kind of like a uh, not weird time. But let's if you keep on contact with me, we'll talk and we'll see. Mm-hmm. And then um, I actually got chosen to be AVN uh, Trophy Girl. Mm-hmm. And uh, my old agent did not want me to be AVN Trophy Girl whatsoever. Why? He said it was stupid. He's stupid. <clears throat> so I, I was, I'm still a young girl, but I was a younger girl. I mean, double anal is stupid. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but I mean, being a, tro- a trophy girl is yeah. stupid. And I mean, it was really important for me because that's what I wanted to do. And I was like, this can be something good exposure for me or putting myself out there. And um, that's kind of when I got fed up with my old agent and right. I was like you know he's not supporting me in something that is part of my industry right you know mm-hmm. so that's when I started getting fed up and um with my old agent and I started talking to Gary at AVN and he also spoke to Spiegler at one time and um yeah, I had mentioned that you should 
Yeah. We didn't have it. Right. Yeah. And um, I mean, that's when I started moving up and I started like, I would say elevating. I started yeah. seeing myself differently. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see myself as this girl, this brand new girl that just came here to fuck and just, yeah. no, I wanted to do something. I wanted to put my face out there and be part of the AVN Awards. And I got nominated and um, it was really good. And then I... Spiegler was like, hey, you could sit with us at X-Biz and you could, you know, da-da-da. So that's when I slowly started, like, sneaking my way through the <laughs> Spiegler agency girls. And, yeah, so, I mean, um, so that's that was the second time and I was probably more confident in right. who I was and what I wanted to do. And that's when I met Spiegler. I'm, I, I hope he's seen that in me, that I was a little bit more confident yeah. in what I wanted to do. And I was like, yeah, I'll do anal. Let's do it. <laughs> this is not the first week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so also in order for us to take a girl, another girl has to come off the site. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. She has to what? Another girl has to come off the site. Right, yeah. right. Because there has to be room. Yeah. Because you don't feel like changing your CMS I, and you don't want to add I, more thumbnails. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I literally do all the work. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there's only so much you could do well, properly. Right, right. right, you, right. I could actually probably take 50 girls in a month or two mm-hmm. extra, but. You know, they're gonna. I'm. I'm the one. I make sure I get all the info every day. I I get yeah. it to them. I make sure they got it. Yeah. You know, uh, the testing. You know, I tell them the day before they got to get tested. I tell them the day of they get tested. You know, so I want to. You know, there's only so much you could do properly. Right. 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 Yeah. You would have even less hours of sleep in a night. Or you, a lot of stuff will get messed up, and I don't want that to happen. Right. Yeah, and another thing I would say you see in other agencies, there's like a roster full of girls that are not even shooting no more. Yeah. They're just kind of like in this ocean, and like they're not. Then you don't even know which girl is like really there. Yeah. And they don't stand out as much. So right. with, I think with Spiegler, like he has a, such a small group of girls, but they're so great and reliable, and they're gonna do their job right. And they're available, and you know he's going to answer, and you know he's going to answer whatever time, and yeah. you know he's there. And that's the thing too. Like You're again, talking like to what guy. I said before, you know, if 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 Mark recommends a girl for me, like I'm like I don't know her, I've never seen her, I have no idea what she's like. I'm like she's a Spiegel girl, she's going to be good. Like it's that automatic assumption because you've been so careful about curating this very mm-hmm. specific oh, group we'll of girls. Of them if they're not, they don't fit in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I sense that there's like a real camaraderie too between the girls there. Like they all seem to kind of bond in this sisterly type fashion. Do you most feel of like us? Most, most of, of us. You? I would say one thing I've always said: a lot of Spiegler girls, because I'm, I'm, I would say friends with a lot of them, or mm-hmm. I know them kind of well. And I feel like all of them are very special, mm-hmm. very special girls. And I feel like um, I would say. Um, specials in different ways mm-hmm. more than others right um, but all of them are super sweet girls very smart mm-hmm. genuine I would say some how do you say empathetic yeah people right. I say English I, is not her first language it's slang <laughs> it's ghetto talk that's right <laughs> um, it, it really is yeah but um, I mean I feel like a lot of his girls are very special and very, very, I mean, I don't think they would be Spiegel girls for no reason. Yeah. And so. also a lot of our girls go on to produce and this and that, and they hire each other. And they, I mean, they support each other kind of behind the scenes anyway, but they also tend to hire a lot of Spiegel girls. Right. 
Do you, okay, so if you're getting a brand new girl and you know how like some of the things that you ha- you teach them about kind of everything that comes with being a performer. Now when it comes to like the feminine hygiene type of stuff, because you know, some girls don't even know about douching or anything. Do you hand them off to another Right, no, I'll girls? tell them to talk to this one or that one. Cause yeah. Okay. You not don't take them not, to the bathroom and show them how to not only, like, not only do I not know about that, I don't want to know. But if they call me, I mean, uh, uh, Angela calls Jenna Sativa the, the vagina whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jenna Sativa is the only girl that you've taken on that only does girl girl. Yes, she is. Yeah, so that makes her very special. She came over and I talked to her and I, I've had a lot of girls that want to do girl girl. And what I'll do is... Um, I'll go, if you want, I'll give you, if I think they're reliable, I'll give you all the company's info, and you can contact people directly and say, I gave you the info. And she came over, she was well, rep- you know, represented herself well and everything, but also Dana DiArmond and Asa Kira are at my house, and they wanted to see her. And I'm like, I don't know, and then she was leaving, and they go, no, you have to take that girl. And they actually ran out of the parking lot, brought her back, and said, you have to take her. No wow. And I did. Way. Yes. You never told you can ask her. Oh my god, wow. that's a nice story. Yeah. I nice wish they did that. But I mean, she's like you know totally well spoken. She's <laughs> very professional. She's, yeah, everyone you know, loves Christina that. Rose. Did that for me. She, Christina was routing yeah, Chris, me. Oh, I love that girl. Christina was the one pushing her to. Yeah, talk. she's like the. We went to Costa Rica together, and I just remember this girl was like, "You need to be a spieler girl. You need to like. I see you. You're gonna make." Such great success. I'm going to tell her about you. I was like, oh, you don't have to. She's like, girl, you deserve it. Aww, I know you deserve it. And you, I, you've met, have you oh, met? Oh, yeah. No, I know. I yeah, she doesn't speak highly of a lot of other girls. And she, yeah. Or anybody. But yeah, 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 yeah. I love that girl. I love her. <laughs> yeah, Christina's another girl that says exactly what she thinks. <laughs> he's seen it himself. Like, like, yeah. He's laughing over there. He's like, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> Our producer, Ernie, has worked with Christina on, her, uh, on some other stuff. So he knows her as well. That's why he's kind of laughing, chuckling to himself in the background. <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, Christina was one girl, um, a spiely girl that was really, like, believed in me and right. think I could do it. It was right. like, this is going to be the next big thing. I'm telling you, Spiegler. I was like, damn, what? If I disappoint him, then they're like, it makes me look bad because he talked yeah. me all up. Right, and right. I'm just this no, average that, girl. Honestly, it's kind of important. The girls don't want, us, don't want me to be disappointed. Yeah, but I mean, like I'm there for them. Respect you, right? Because I'm there for them all. And when I said answering the phone all the time, not just for companies, but you know, sometimes a girl is sick at five in the morning. I remember also when she first was with me, and she texted me at a quarter to five one morning. I I got food poisoning. I don't care, you know. And 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 I called her right back. She didn't think, you know, she didn't want to wake me up, but she, you know, and also or like a girl. You know, it's little things, but it's important. Like, the girl gets to shoot, and they don't have the gate code to get in yeah. or whatever. And, you know, and I usually, you know, they call me, oh, I don't have the code. You know, I get it. No, they, it calms <laughs> what, them down. They, what, yeah. what, you know, you're there I know. Me. It's so bad. Like, I feel so bad because he's like, don't call me in the morning. I'm sleeping. I was I'm like, trying. okay, I'm trying to sleep here. And then I'm like, my flight gets delayed. But it was just because of the mechanical problem. I'm like freaking out. No, but it, or but I got, it had the phone number to the people yeah, the director like, to call them. I don't want you to call them. And like for me, it's like instantly I'm like, Spiegler, I need to call Spiegler. Or like I got my my Instagram. By the way, there's like this crazy hacker online that's hacking everybody. I think I know who you're talking about. You gotta be about. careful. They, he came after me too. Yeah, yeah. So I got hacked and I lost all my followers, which in 
in our industry, I feel like followers and having fans is a big thing. And yeah. like, you know, that's how you get your branding your social going. Media yes, is huge. It's huge. So I, when I got hacked, I just started, I literally started tearing up and I was like, I need to call Spiegler. I, I need to call, I don't know what to do. They hacked me. It's like, what are you calling me for? I was like, I just need to talk to somebody. And like, you know, somebody I can, I guess, like, talk to and be the girls yeah. like call you mark if like they broke up with a boyfriend or yeah like, oh yes. yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh, this week yeah. a call or a text he, yeah. he's like do you want to come over do you want to go get ice cream he's oh. so sweet. Well, she lives across the street now yeah. so i'm like walk yeah, over her and another girl moved across the street so they could come over for food and, and <laughs> see <laughs> my intentions weren't that at first but yeah. the, my roommate, that was more her intentions. Yeah. But then it became... Her roommate's big. Giselle. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we kind of both just walk on over. <laughs> I had another girl... My heart's broken. I had another one, a Bella Danger, who lived in my building and never bought food. Oh, and she would just God. walk in and just open the fridge and eat, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You have, like, Thanksgiving Yeah, we, Yeah, whoever's in town, yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. got to be interesting. Give me my first Thanksgiving with the Spiegler girls. Oh, you're going to have yeah. a very Spiegler Thanksgiving? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, that's going to be like, you guys got to film that shit. It sounds like a I'm, I'm going to film it because I wanted to, I'm starting to do these vlogs mm-hmm. and like comedy skits and stuff like that. So definitely I'm just going to bring that out of the camera. Like, is everybody who came with me filming? I need all yeses. Okay, let's go. Yeah, you should hey, totally do I, that. For sure. I mean, like, I feel like a lot of people don't get to see um behind cameras and like mm-hmm. who these girls are right. or usually we have to show like this appearance of like yeah. this sexy horny girl that's always wanting to fuck all the time and you know i think it's gonna be really fun i mean people are gonna see spiegler more often yeah, <laughs> wants. see him yelling at me stop yelling at me so spiegler, <laughs> i know there is one person who doesn't like you Oh, oh no! Um, is it another no. agent? Or no, a girl? no, a girl? no, no, no! It's not a girl. It's definitely not a girl. And actually, I haven't heard from him in a while. But you had, well, he had a very public uh, battle against you. Do you remember Donnie Long? Oh, my oh God. yeah! God. Oh my God! <laughs> oh, he still calls me. Crank calls me. To, 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 you know, really? Listen. I think he has a crush on Spiegler. Yeah, I think he has well, a little crush. Doesn't he? Didn't he accuse you of being part of like the gay mafia? Hey, so Donnie hey, Long, I didn't a, know there was a gay mafia. Just so I know, right? Just so everybody knows, Donnie Long was a male performer. I actually shot him once, like, ages ago. Um, and he started, I don't know what he started. He tried to start his own production company. He was a complete mess, total crazy guy. And then I guess he started doing way too many drugs and just went apeshit online and had it out for you. Like, what, what started that what, whole thing? What really started, I didn't even really know who the guy was. And uh, he... Uh, was going out with a, a girl named Lana Croft, who I didn't know either. Okay. And he beat her up and went to jail. Okay. And uh, then he called me out of blue, never spoke to him, never knew. He's like, if this girl comes to you, don't represent her. I'm like, uh-huh. And she came to me like a year later. I didn't even know that's who he was talking about. It was like a year later. Because he didn't she was, pay yeah, attention I, to it. Yeah. I didn't even know who she was. And she was cute, uh, Asian girl, and did everything and was reliable. So I put her on the site. And a couple months later, that's when he still lived in L.A., he sent me an email saying, oh, I see you put her up on the site. You better take her down. Or I'm going to put flyers in your neighborhood saying you're a pedophile. And oh, you're this right. Thing. I remember that. And I'm like, go ahead. Everybody knows what I do. 
and he threatened this, and he called the cops, and he this, and he that. He did that on other people, and I used to think he was just a big mouth, but, I mean, he's just nuts. He's completely nuts. So, um, okay, I don't even know the guy, and I'm sorry, but he brought me involved into this hate with Spiegler and Spiegler Girls, which is like, and, and I guess he just moved to Miami. He moved, he's back there so his wife can have a kid in America and then probably gone again. Oh Even though God. he hates America and God, America sucks. And that. But um, he would just go off on these crazy online rants that seem really drug fueled. It's really, really. That's weird. the thing is, I don't think he's on drugs. I think he's just crazy. I, yeah, I, oh, you know really? when you do so much drugs, you kind of stay in that really messed up. I think up he's mindset. just nuts. I and, think, and he put up like twelve thousand people's real names on the internet, including yeah. mine. But he'll claim it's not him. Oh, uh, it wasn't me. It's my fans. Like the guy's got like two. <laughs> Two no. fans in the entire world, maybe. And one of them is his wife. I was going to say one yeah. of them is his wife. It's funny. It's not funny, but it's kind of funny. Because on Twitter, he still has a Twitter, and his wife has a Twitter. No, they both got suspended a couple weeks ago. Oh, wow. Look at you. Because he's on there he doesn't even screaming. have social media. He already knows. I'll check that. But he's like, everybody, <laughs> you faggot. This, you, I'm a gay child rapist and whatever. Yeah, that is wait. Okay, so actually, that harkens back to the story that you were talking about before we even began. You said you were almost kidnapped at the age of three. Oh yeah, somebody grabbed me and another kid, and were trying to shove us in a car at a Sears when I was like three years old, and, and he got caught. How did so he got caught before he got you guys in the yeah, car? Yeah, my mother and his mother chased the guy when he was you know running with us out to the car. How and far it was away secure. from like, it was, your mom From inside, you? I don't remember. I remember inside, it was in the Sears, way down in La Brea, in like Baldwin Hills area, something like that. And um, and that there was a police station um, adjunct to the Sears. And there was security people who came out of the parking lot and grabbed the guy as he was trying to push us in the car. Wow. So he just like scooped you up one under Yeah, grabbed us. Yeah, that's ran. That's so scary. Yeah. That's like so scary. Jesus Christ. I thought it was kind of kinky. Oh, <laughs> and this and is why, that's why Mark's important. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I still I remember still back till I was like three or two. That or, is insane. Uh, wow. I had something similar happen to me when I was a little girl. I was walking to, I was about 12. And I was walking to school with um, my dog because I was in a play and my dog was in the play too, long story. And my um, some guy, and I live in the same house that I grew up in and some guy pulled up out of a Burger King uh, parking lot and he paused in the driveway and he started to talk to me. And I've had this before where guys have pulled up and been like, you're really pretty, you should be a model. Come here, let me give you a card. Like I've had a, that approach by a couple of it's- guys in LA when I was young. I had one guy like flashed me actually when I was like, Six or something <gasps> like that. Yeah. Oh my god! That was kind of crazy. Um, and so, <sighs> yeah. And anyways, so and I wouldn't come near his car because I knew he wasn't stupid, and yeah. I knew what he was after. And then he actually got out of his car and came towards me. And then someone had pulled up behind him in their car, and they were like kind of watching what was going on, and they saw him moving towards me in this threatening way, and they got out of their car and they yelled at him like, "Hey, what are you doing?" He jumped in his car and he drove. See, off. nowadays nobody would wow. do anything; they just film it. Yeah, right. I know. It's easier now. Yeah. That's actually, to be very honest, it's I would say safer. Yeah. In a way, for yeah. sure. Um, it's crazy because I would say, obviously, you're a beautiful woman. I'm sure when you were younger, you were gorgeous as well. <laughs> and um, I think she's modeled topless before, but nobody's seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I do have topless pictures of me, but I just never post them online. Just for herself. Just for me. Oh, so My cute. My boyfriend has them. Aww. No 
But maybe I'm, I'll put him online when I'm 80. <laughs> Have you ever seen her mom? I've seen your mom on Netflix. I've seen your mom. Her mom started out as a nude model. Yeah. And I've seen that. I she did shot herself for Playboy and for Hustler. And I then she became, she did that and then she started shooting it. She was a model and then she. Yeah, she was first. She was a fashion model. Uh-huh. actually. Well, she did some nudes and then she did fashion and then she bought a camera and then became a photographer. Mm-hmm. And then um, as part of like this whole kind of publicity thing for this book that she was coming out with, she shot herself for Playboy. So and then that and then she went. And shot you, is it like selfies? No, she <laughs> used a cable release on a long cord. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So it's cool. It's like I don't. It was before I was born, so it was probably like nineteen seventy five, nineteen seventy six issue of Playboy, somewhere in there. I can't. I have a. I think I have the magazine at home, but I can't remember what month it is. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. It's pretty that's- cute. And I'll look at you. Look at me. Uh, Not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, if I had like amazing tits, if I had like Angela what, tits, uh, what are you talking? Like, I'm like staring at your I tits would... the whole time. I'm sorry, but now I'm saying that. You have okay. amazing tits. Thanks. And I think Fair I've told okay. you that before. Yeah, but you've never really seen them. I've so, never really seen them. Sure Let me see them. showing them to you in private. Yeah. <laughs> Turn away from the camera. <laughs> you know, it's funny, actually. I went to the Korean spa with Cherie DeVille and Danny her. Daniels. I know. Everyone oh, but for Cherie's birthday? No, this no. was a while ago. This okay. was a couple years ago. I guess it was a couple years ago. Anyways. So we went to the Korean spot, and you can't wear clothes there, right? It's like a thing. Like a you, nude. You, it's all. It's so all. So you got It's bush. all female. It's all nude. Like everyone, you know. And there's old people, young people. Like nobody cares, right? You don't wear clothes. So they were in the jacuzzi, and I got in the jacuzzi <laughs> with them, and I was naked, and it was so funny because it was so clearly obvious they were trying not to stare at my tits, <laughs> not because they're amazing, just because Who? they hadn't seen them the before. Girls? Yeah, um, and I had obviously so seen them naked a hundred right? times. But they'd never seen me naked. So, so we're like, sitting there in the jacuzzi and it's just so they're so like so concentrating on my face. And it was just so obvious. And no none of us said anything in the time because it was kind of awkward. I don't know. We just That's didn't. Like, why? That's I know, so funny. Right? I was like, guys, I can see that you guys didn't try not to stare at my tits. Just stare at them for five minutes it was and get so it over funny, with. Because we get all work in porn, but it was just awkward. We were all kind of shy and embarrassed <laughs> about it. And then we laughed about it later. But and then they admitted too. They're like, "Yeah, we totally like we're trying not to stare at your tits." It was so funny. They're trying to like be respectful, so like yeah, ah, exactly, exactly. So hard right now. <laughs> your tits are amazing, but fuck, they're really not. I swear. Shut if they, up. No, if, if they were Danny amazing, Daniels I would. and Cherie was staring at you. Tits, they were just shut. staring at them because they wanted to see what they looked like out of curiosity, not because they're so mesmerizing. <laughs> she opens up her bra and here's her. <laughs> this white angel singing <laughs> doves flying i don't know how they got there <laughs> no nothing like that okay okay let's see next time <laughs> so gina do you have anything coming up that you want to promote i mean you tell your fans about that you're doing that you're um, excited about i have my website okay. that is getting built awesome and it should be coming out on Damn X Gina. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's so funny. Damn Gina was already taken. Yes, out. but it should be available next year. So I'm going to try again. How many people have named a photo set that they've shot of you, Damn Gina? Because I know I have. You did, girl. <laughs> yes, you did. And I, it was funny because when I came up with the title for that, I'm like, I bet so many other people no, have this title. No, you did not. Really? You, you were, I think, one of the first. But I like um, companies will like hashtag it or yeah. like. 
put it, fans will put it on their thing. But you were the first that okay. was like... Because a lot of yeah. people, I feel like the younger people don't know because they didn't watch Martin, the Martin Lawrence no, show. What no. was it called? The Martin Lawrence show? Uh, the Martin show. Uh, the no, Martin show? Yeah, Martin. Just Martin? Just Martin. Mm-hmm. So yeah, anyways, it was a show and like the tagline was, damn, Gina. I loved it. Because like one of the yeah. girls, the actress's name was Gina. So I don't know. But it was like a thing in the 90s. But yeah, so that should be coming out. I wanted to come out around Christmas because I want to come out with a big Christmas special. Oh. And let's see what happens. So uh, I think that would be coming out. And then uh, merchandise is going to come out really soon. Awesome. Everything's going to be on my website. Or if you're at a convention, you can get it personally from me. Only those two places. And um, but yeah. Just working on that right now. That's do you own GinaValentina.com or no? I do. I do. Uh, but I mean, like, I don't want to. You can point it at that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But just that's like a, when they another thing it. for girls who have never done porn. I tell them before you do it, like that, that girl, I, just, I have them buy, first of all, come up with a name that nobody has. That's a two-name name so you can Google it. Mm-hmm. But also make sure that you can buy the URL because the minute you shoot one thing, somebody else will buy it. Yeah, I tell girls that too. So, yeah. I used yeah. to actually buy it. Like if the girl like was kind of like look like she wasn't going to do it, I would often buy it. And then like when they wanted it, I would No, I've done that too. And yeah. also I've had girls where they started and they actually couldn't afford to buy it. Yeah. And I've got, uh, but I mean, I bought it like for Jesse Volt. She still never used it. Yeah. And I, I still and she have was a big it. name. I remember yeah. before I was, I, um, I got into porn, uh, she was actually one of the girls like popped up. Yeah. And I remember, I would never forget her because she put like a, a, a what is it, a cone? Those cones? The, she put this huge thing in her butt. And I just, oh, like a street cone? Yes. Like wow. she tried to put that in her butt. In, in like a crayon, like a giant. Didn't you use a rep uh, Belladonna? Yeah but, yeah, but she had been in the business for a while before Because she that. stuck like a bat up her butt. Yeah, she? but it was not a regulation size bat. Oh. It was oh. a little smaller than a real bat. Oh, trying to be sneaky. Yeah. But Belladonna. still, that's really big. Yeah. That's <laughs> still like, really big. I'm like looking at it like, it was not like a full size no. bat. I'm like, you, well, that's ever, still really big. <laughs> did you ever know that guy Slut Bottom Chris? No, Man, I don't know no, I, but he sounds like someone I need to know. Yeah. <laughs> Bring but him on the show. To, yeah, right? We're gonna find him. <laughs> Do I have that? I must. Did he take a regulation? But but bat up his butt. Jesus. Let know. me see. Let me Wait, see. Who is that? Let me see. That's, Who's the girl? Uh, Sarah Siobhan. Oh, okay. I thought it was somebody oh. else who I would not expect oh. to ever do that. No, oh, but he no. could do a couple of those. Jeez. I don't know about doing that. Yeah. I, I At least Mark doesn't require that you do anal fisting to be in his industry, to be uh, in his uh, agency. Yeah. Depends. Just a penis. <laughs> See, like, no. No, no. Only if she wants to. Yeah. If she, yeah, she wants to have those things going on. Are there any companies that you won't let your girls work with? Yeah, and I'll mention them. Um, well, when he was here, Porno Dan. Because, I mean, just doing dumb stuff and drunk Is he out of the, the industry now? He, no, he's shooting in Europe now. He moved oh. to Europe. But even when he was here, and also, yeah, like, girls like would show up to do a, a boy-girl scene, and it would be an orgy, or they'd show up, and it's like, oh, no, it's IR. I don't do IR. Well, you have to. It's a live show. Let's do it right now. Come on. You know, just pester them till they do it. Uh, we never book girls for Max Hardcore. Oh, yeah. Though Venus worked for him. Is he still shooting? 
I think so, but I, I'm not sure. And he I heard would that show he, up to my ex boy. So my ex boyfriend like lives in the area, and there's like this big Fourth of July party um, in Playa del Rey where he lives, and he would like randomly show up to that party every year. So I actually ran into him a couple of years ago. It was really odd, and like people were coming up to me, they're like. Who's that creepy old dude over there? Like he says that he knows you, and I'm like, yeah, that's. that's like no. a, I mean, like yeah. he came up to me at, at. I don't know you. Came up to me like ex biz or ex RCO, and he's yeah. drunk a lot, and he's like, oh, you know, I always thought you didn't like me, and I go, no, I don't really know you, but I don't like the stuff you do. Yeah. So that's it, and it's not good for the girls, you know. Yeah. Image or brand, or you know, yeah. I used to say image. Now I guess it's a brand. He's actually always been really polite and. He's person. nice when he's sober. Yeah, yeah. But he, I, I don't think the girls know what's coming. No. And uh, and so that's not he cool. made. Um, I think you repped her. She was from France. Uh, Rebecca, something or other. She had natural booze, and then she got him done really big. Not, um, not, 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 you mean, uh, uh, I think you mean Rebecca Lenares. She's yes. Spanish. Yeah. Yes. Didn't you rep her? Yeah. But yeah. not from the beginning. But, yeah, yeah. 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 So I remember, and that girl's crazy hardcore. Like she'll do all kinds of nutty stuff. I remember watching, she did a max hardcore scene and like he made her cry. I think that was in Europe too. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, wow, if you can make that girl cry, like that's. Bonnie Rodden did, I think one of her first scenes with him too. Oh, and then she sued him. Oh, wow. Wow. What'd she sue him for? Uh, yeah. Under because what I, guess, I don't think she liked it after. I mean, I don't think uh, she has any case. Yeah, I was going to say, but, if she's had a model release, she doesn't really have a case. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, it takes all kinds, I guess. Yeah. Well, what's a good thing we could talk about? Yeah, I don't know. Right? Like, like, oh, you get looking at me. Like, <laughs> so, uh, holidays. Anything? Actually, well, you know what? So, one good thing I was talking. So, I had Jackie St. James on before you guys came on, mm-hmm. and we were actually talking about how the scene I shot you um, for my website. It hasn't come out yet. It'll be coming out in a few weeks with Mick Blue. How he kind of did an ending that I haven't. I think ever shot or even seen before. Do you remember when after he came on you and then he went down on you and then made you come? So the scene actually ended with your <laughs> orgasm. <laughs> How like, do you not remember? Girl, I have way too much sex. <laughs> but it like, blends it never in. ends like that. Like with he came on you and then he went down on you and then he ate you out and then he made you come and you like still had his cum all over you. Yeah, but that was, was like, really, really, really different. It was. I was like, go make. I liked it. It was like a yeah. different way. So so I'd never seen a scene end like that, but you will be I able to see. I love Mick. I love him. I love him. Yeah. It was, his birthday just passed. Yeah. I got him his first Air Jordans. Oh. He was so happy. Oh. In blue, his favorite color. Oh. Way, he lived on my couch when he first came to America. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember when weeks. he first came, too. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah. I remember a lot. I remember, uh, I remember Derek Hay when he first came. Like first came before he had an agency and he was just a performer no he came by the house that i had for the girls to see what the business was like and said oh i'm gonna go back to england he was going back to you and he goes i'll send you some girls and he was actually good at that because he told me go out there this, and he sent a few and then he came out and started his own thing. yeah started his own agency which has been quite successful yeah he was a performer before mm-hmm. great honestly 
greatest ass of any male performer. <laughs> I am not kidding. That guy has a fucking amazing ass. Like mesmerizing. Stop it, girl. If you can ever get Stop Derek Hay to show you his butt, I'm sure he won't. We'll try it, A.B. But I'm just saying, like, that guy's ass, you could bounce a quarter off it. You could bounce a quarter it off nice. of it. It is nice. Uh, <laughs> is it like a baby's bottom? I didn't touch it. <laughs> I didn't touch it. I tried not to go there with my with my performers. I tried to be respectful I, I and not think touch Spiegler it. Has but I would I would stare I at it when Spiegler he walked around. Actually, has a photo. Yeah, if his butt can, is nice. I think really he has nice. a photo of his bottom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank I really appreciate you. it, Mark. Thank, thank you. you for taking time out of your day. No problem. I'm glad that you only had to answer two phone calls. There's a the few, podcast. some texts, but yeah, yeah, I know you got a bunch of them probably to make them. Yeah. Um, when you're done, I, I would ask you for your social media accounts, Mark, but I know there you don't have none. any. There's a Spiegler agency site, but it's not me at Twitter that promotes the girls, but it's not me, but it promotes the girls. Is it like a fan of yours? Yeah, yeah. some somebody. I, my cat had a site at Twitter, and I didn't even know who was running it. Wow. God, you're famous. You're so famous, you don't even know it. Yeah, he has T-shirts of him, right? You have T-shirts of you? Like, of, of me? That, yeah. People the, have made yeah. them. I, I, I don't remember. Really? Yeah, like, yeah. Us, who ran into that? Yeah, some guy wore one to an Asa signing. Yeah. That's, That's amazing. That's, yeah. Yeah. I want a Spiegler shirt. Yeah. I'll wear it. I wouldn't even wear one. <laughs> <laughs> and you wear some pretty ridiculous yeah. shirts. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Gina? Where can we find you online? Um, you can find me on my Instagram as da real Gina Valentina, and on social media, on my Twitter is Gina Valentina Triple X. Awesome, and then yes. damnxgina.com coming yes. soon. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much for coming Thank on. You. Thank you. And you guys can find me at Holly Randall on Instagram and on Twitter. And you can also find me at hollyrandall.com. And I just got some new books back in stock. So if you guys are interested in any of my photography books, I have Kinky Lingerie, Kinky Nylons, and Kinky Super Beauties. I didn't come up with any of the titles. They just have my photos in them. It was my publisher's idea, whatever. But um, if you want a signed copy, you guys can always contact me, and I am happy to send you an autographed copy. They're $45 each plus shipping. And if you want to support my podcast, you can visit my Patreon site, patreon.com slash hollyrandallunfiltered, where for as little as $1 a month, you can watch these podcasts filmed live. And there's plenty of other fun perks there as well. So thank you guys for joining us and make sure that you tune in next week. Well, I hope that that really provided some different insight on the behind the scenes workings of the porn industry. Uh, Mark is such an interesting guy who is so unapologetically who he is and he's so brutally honest and beneath his gruff exterior he really has a deep down care and love for these girls and I just find that so incredibly endearing and Gina is always a pleasure to be around she's not bad to look at but she's also just a total sweetheart and funny and smart and I just really enjoyed that episode and I hope you did too Next week on Holly Randall Unfiltered, I am 
absolutely more than beyond excited to have my good friend Kevin Blatt on the show. This is going to be a very different and very interesting interview. Kevin Blatt is known as the sex tape broker, or as he calls himself, the whore whisperer. And he's got all kinds of crazy stories about the Paris Hilton sex tape, which he was very much involved in, and also Kim Kardashian, and all of those big sex tapes that uh, everybody knows about, but doesn't actually know about the workings behind the scenes and how any of those got made. So he's going to tell you all about that, plus a bunch of other juicy Hollywood gossip, which we all love. So make sure that you do not miss next week with my good friend, Kevin Blatt, here on Holly Randall Unfiltered. (laughs) 